Hi everybody, Alan Arnett here with the podcast on alanarnett.com or a video on my blog at alanarnett.com. Well, Everest 2021 is getting closer and closer. There are lots of people right now arriving in Kathmandu, uh, and there's still a lot of people that aren't going to be leaving for a couple more weeks. So I really want to talk about that in this episode of, you know, what does it mean in the last few weeks before you're going to leave to go try to climb the highest mountain in the world? You know, going to Everest is uh, it's not a simple task. It's not a business trip. It's not a vacation. It's something entirely different. Uh, it's been a dream that people have had for potentially since they were a young child uh, or maybe even happened here recently that they wanted to go climb and all of a sudden life came together to give you that opportunity. But in any event, it's time for the Everest climbers to get focused and get serious about their last minute preparation. Um, you know, you've got all the gear, you've been training. There's really not a lot more you can do relative to training, getting your body ready. I recently got a uh, question sent to me by a reader, uh, follower that said, you know, how in the world do you keep sleeping and maintain mental focus with only days or weeks to go before leaving forever without stressing yourself out? Well, the answer I always give people in a question like this is that leave nothing left unsaid. You know, talk to the people that are most important in your life. And we'll talk about this in just a second. Also, visualize being on the mountain with a positive outcome. You know, you can't always control what happens, but you can control how you react. And on Mount Everest, there's a lot of things that are outside of your control, all the way from avalanches to earthquakes to the weather, but you can control what your attitude is. You know, make sure that you're going to have fun. Surround yourself with positive people that will make you laugh and that will support you uh, and that is going to make it for a positive experience overall. So, but let's break this down a little bit more into physical, mental, and emotional. You know, with only a days to go or a couple of weeks to go, this is not the time to push your training. You know, your body is as good as it's going to get. And you, you know, don't get sick. Don't get hurt. Don't, don't push yourself and twist an ankle or, or tear an ACL or do something even worse. Uh, you know, just give yourself, give yourself time now to recover from all the training that you've been doing. The time for pushing your limits, that's past. Trust me, you'll have plenty of time to push your limits once you get on the mountain. But right now, it's time to let your body rest. Let's get as much sleep as you can because, you know, sleep is restorative. That's when the body heals itself at a cellular level. And also, it transfers all of our short-term memories into long-term memories. And as I always say, memories are everything. You know, you're not going to sleep as well on the expedition uh, as you do at home. So take advantage of these last few nights to really get some good sleep. Mental. You know, the mental, having the right mental attitude is absolutely crucial to being on one of these big climbs. Uh, so one of the things you can do right now is to clear off everything on your to-do list. Don't wait until the last minute. If you're not leaving for a couple of weeks, go ahead and knock those things off your, your to-do list today. Don't wait until the day before and all of a sudden it's frenzied. You know, <laughs> leaving on a big trip is always frenzied enough when you, uh, no matter how much planning that you do, don't make it worse. You know, go if you put off buying snacks or that last piece of gear, you know, run down to the local uh, gear shop or order it online and get that piece of gear in. To get those snacks in. You know, make sure that your cell phone is unlocked through the carrier because that's what's going to allow you to get the in-cell service in Kathmandu when you arrive. Um, you know, now is the time at work. Make sure everything is um, taken care of at your place of work. If you had to train a replacement or you've got somebody covering for you while you're gone, uh, you know, make sure that that person completely understands everything that's going on. Um, you know, two months is a long time to be away from work. You know, some people are only going to be gone for a month. Others six weeks. Some people 
people for two months. It's a long time no matter what. And, you know, if something blows up while you're on Everest back at home at work, yeah, there's not much you can do about that from Everest. So you got to make sure that your replacement can handle whatever it is. And, you know, but if you don't trust that person, then you know, probably you shouldn't be going. Uh, but that's something to really make sure that you've got all lined up. If you're a list person, make a list and check off the items and celebrate every time you check off an item. Even if you keep everything in your head, you know, consider taking up making a list for this trip so that you don't forget anything. Make sure that you have a list of all the important numbers and passwords and things like that for those people left back at home. You know, having those monkeys off your shoulders, uh, it only, it, it, it distracts you if you don't like, take care of it now. So take care of it and prepare yourself emotionally. Speaking of emotional, so we talked about physical and mental. Now let's talk about emotional. Probably emotional is the most important thing at this point in your preparation. And again, my simple advice is leave nothing left unsaid. You know, I've written about this philosophy on Everest and K2 and other climbs uh, throughout my career of, of climbing. And I always try to, to leave home with nothing left unsaid. Um, you know, I was on one climb one year and I heard a, a teammate at base camp and he was on a satellite phone and he was just screaming uh, into the telephone. It ended up he was talking to his soon-to-be uh, ex-wife about their divorce terms. And, you know, it, it was really ugly. It was uncomfortable overhearing that. And, you know, not only was he, get, he got upset and distracted, but it brought a wave of negativity across the entire camp. Another teammate was intent on complaining about her spouse and that he didn't understand her or what she was doing. You know, it, it, she may have felt better by venting to everybody, but it, again, it brought about a wave of negativity. So surround yourself with positive people on these expeditions, and especially now when you're home just a few weeks before you leave. Um, you know, this is the time to try to get closure. Now, you're not going to solve all life's problems or all the relationship problems there at home over the next week or the next four days, but you can bring closure to some of the simple things that may be distracting you as you get on that airplane. You know, have a family meeting. You know, talk to the whole family about your climb. Get everybody together in the same room and talk openly about the schedule. Talk about the dangers. You know, it's real and just be honest with and candid with your family. Talk about how you're going to communicate with it, with them. Set expectations for how often that they're going to hear from you so as to minimize surprises. Also help them remember that no news is not bad news. It's just no news. You know, communications from base camp, while it's much better in 2021 than it was in 1991, it still can be spotty at times. You know, bad weather will prevent the satellite systems from working. Uh, sometimes the Everest um, Wi-Fi system will go down. The Everest Link system will go down. Um, but if really staying back in touch with home is crucial, and I always think it is, then go ahead and invest in a Thuraya or an Iridium satellite phone. That's the only way you're truly going to be able to stay connected anywhere on the mountain because the cell phone and the Everest Link won't work above base camp. You know, if you have parents that live far away, call them up. Of all the people in your life, they may or may not understand why you're doing what you're doing. Listen to what their concerns are. Listen carefully. Don't try to convince them or argue with them. Just listen and let them know that you dearly love them and that you're going to come home soon. 
You know, talk about the summit night and what's going to happen then. Uh, that there's really going to be a communications blackout during that time. That uh, uh, you're going to be focusing on moving your body up from the South Coal to the balcony to the South Summit over the Hillary Step and to the top of the world. It may take you anywhere from 12 to 20 hours before you're going to be back in communications range. You know, I always took a satellite phone with me and I was, um, I always made it a point to call my spouse from the summit of every mountain, big mountain that I ever climbed. And I tell you what, that was one of the most precious memories I have in my in my memory bank. But uh, you know, talk about that with your family. And make sure they know that you, they may not hear from you for potentially a day. And even the guide that you're with, they may not update their website until everybody's back down safely. It all depends upon different companies and how they handle it. You know, if you use a GPS tracker like an inReach or a Spot, uh, that's great for giving your friends and family a way to follow you. But also help them understand that those things are not 100% uh, foolproof. That batteries run out, it'll stop sending a signal, or sometimes, crazy enough, the GPS signal will bounce off the mountain walls and big rocks and all of a sudden it'll look like that you're hundreds of miles away from where you really are. You're in Nepal but it may look like that you're in Tibet. Uh, so help your family understand when they see something like that happening, it's an anomaly. It's not, Really there's nothing wrong with it. You'll be back on track soon. You know, make sure also that you're, that everybody in your family knows uh, who, what to do in case of an emergency. A couple of emergencies here. One is that if you have a family member or somebody that's, that's ill back home, um, you know, understand and talk about what information do you want to receive about, let's say, a, uh, a uh, parent that is, that is ill. Uh, make sure you up, that everybody understands that if something happens, what do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the news? Do you want to get the update? Or do you want to wait till you come back home? There's not a lot you can do by being on the mountain if somebody is really ill like that. Also, the other side of that, what about you? If something happens to you on the mountain, uh, you know, is it clear what you what your choice is about what happens to you on the mountain? Uh, you know, do you stay there? Does your body stay there? Do they try to retrieve it? It can cost tens of thousands of dollars to remove a body off of Everest. Make sure your family and everybody understands exactly what collectively that choice is. You know, and also just how much information do you really want to share out there? Do you want to keep your, your client private? Do you want to make it public on social media? You know, these are all personal decisions and there's no right or wrong. It's completely, completely up to you as to what you want to do. So these are the type of last minute decisions and conversations and topics that I would suggest that people go through as they're getting ready to go on a Mount Everest expedition. But the big thing is, again, don't get hurt. Don't overtrain. Enjoy your last few days or weeks at home and leave nothing left unsaid. All right. So we're looking forward to the season kicking off here. Climbers are in Kathmandu now. Some are actually on the trek already up to every space camp. Um, and everybody else is either at home looking at their gear for the 500th time or getting ready to get on that airplane. Wish everybody a lot of luck and having a safe season. Climb on. This is Alan. And remember, memories are everything.